0: Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erev and Daflam Vav. We're starting the second line, the third word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored by Chos Tamima Ora Baschaya Devora. She and her family should be blessed with a Ksivach Sima and a Good Geben Now, our in our Mishnah was Meikol, in the case when there was a Suffolk when the Erev became Tameh, whereas in the case of Suffolk toma, we don't know if this person immersed in a valid Mikvah. He was Machmir. And the Gemara asks, this seems like a steer between Rabbi Yisai's shitas. So the Gemara answers Amar Shani Toma. The case of Toma in the mikvah is different. Since that comes from the Torah, that's a Raisa, Therefore, he's going to be machmir. The Gemara asks Shabbos not midiraisa. Shabbos is also day Raisa. So we answer because of Rabbi Yisai. Rabbi Yisai holds that tchum is Dirabanan, and this is an error to extend the tchum. And so therefore, we're going to be Vibai Vibaysema, or alternatively, we can answer hadidei hadirabe. His shita in the Mishnah is his Rabbi's shita, and therefore he's going to be Mekel. Whereas what he said in regards to Toma in a mikvah. Is his sheet and he's going to be machmir. And Nami it's midway. Dekanami, it says in our Mishnah, Amr Abyeisi, Abyeisi had said, Avtomus had given u- testimony in the name of five Zekanim, Shasafik that a Safik Erev is going to be kosher. So he's quoting it not in his name, but in his Rebbe's name, Shmamina. So we see that that's the difference between these two sheetas. Now we're going to have a different answer. Rav Amr, he says, The reason why Abyeisi is machmir in the case of Mikvah, because we say, Hemed al We establish this person who is Tame off of his last known chazak of being Tamei, Veh Taval. We're going to say, he never went to a mikvah. so the Gemara asks the opposite should be true we should establish the mikvah that he dunked in on its original chazakah and the last time we knew about this mikvah it wasn't missing any water so perhaps we should say it's considered like this guy did go to the mikvah so the Gemara answer is no but mikvah shalei nimdad we're talking about a mikvah that was never measured so therefore never had an official chazakah of being a Kushra mikvah and that's why we have to be machmir and establish this person based off of his last known chazakah which is that he was taming and the Gemara continues explaining Rabbi Yisushita Tanya we have a Safek erev kosher. What was the case? where Yisus said that a Suffolk erev is going to be kosher, erev If you made an erev sa- with truma, safek minaynayim nitmeis, safek mishechasechen nitmeis. It's a Suffolk whether or not this truma became Tameh before Shabbos or already once Shabbos came in. Mechir b'pares. And the same thing with an erev made with fruit. Safek minbayyim nitskenu, safek mishechasechen nitskenu. And there's a Suffolk whether or not proper trumas and maizos was taken off before Shabbos. So zehu safek erev kosher. This is the case of Suffolk erev, and we're going to say it's a valid erev. Aful erev If you made an erev with truma, And it was a safek whether or not it was tame or tahor when. When he made the air of itself, and also with fruits, There was a whole Suffolk when he had made his air of whether or not they had already had Chumar Meister taken after them. Ains a air of That's not the case where Suffolk air is going to be Kasher. And now the Gamar asks on the ratio, what's the difference when he placed truma down and he knows that it was Tahar truma? Darmina? We're going to say Kasa. That we established the truma based off its last unchazaka, and we're going to say that it was Tahar when Shabbos came in, so therefore it's a valid air of Paris Nami. These fruits also, we had said that they did not have the the truma taken off of them. So why don't we just say that we'll establish it based off his last known chazaka of being Tavil, v'malinesskinu, and we're going to say that it wasn't properly fixed up in time. The gemara says you're right. don't say suffik by whole suffik was whether or not it got fixed up and it had the proper truma and taken off before Shabbos. Ela rather say what's the suffik? Suffik nidmu, suffik nidmu. We have a suffik of when it became a Duma. It was chulin and then truma had fallen into it. We just don't know when the truma fell into it. Did it fall in before Shabbos? Had fallen after Shabbos? And so then we're going to say. We don't know, and that Suffolk is going to be kosher because when we had placed the eruv down, its last known chazaka was that it was proper chulin, and therefore it's going to be a kosher eruv. And the Gemara says, Barav Shmuel, Barav of Huna, Yassarav Huna. Ha'il fanu shteki cars. A person had two loaves of bread in front of him, and they were truma. Achas meivachas tahara. One of them was tamit truma, one of them was tahar truma. Va'amar and he said, shehi. Make an eruv for me with the tahar one, whichever one it is. And he took both of these loaves of bread and placed them where he wanted to be kadesh Mahu? once a halacha? Tiberiav Meir, Tiberiav this is a question both according to mayor who was Machmir in our Mishnah and according to Abyasi who was Mekel in our Mishnah. By the way, mayor this is a question according to mayor because I come of Mayor Hassam, perhaps our mayor was only Machmir over there, the Leka Tahira, because there is no Tahar Truma in front of us right now. Because in the case of the Mishnah, when we got up to the Chuma, we saw that it was Tame. Whereas Hacha over here, Ha Tahira, one of these loaves is Tar, so perhaps he would be Mekel. I more perhaps we could say I feel the like even Rabysi over there in our Mishnah wasn't Mekel. Allah Hassam over there to im Isa If it was was theoretically Tahar, Yad he would know precisely what he was going to be eating from. He would be eating this loaf of bread. So therefore, his whole suffix is not what he's eating, but his suffix is whether or not he's allowed to eat it. Aval over here, where we have two loaves, one of them is Tami, one of them is Tahar, Hala Yad he doesn't know which one he would be eating from. So Amr layraf Huna answered, we need to have a proper Suda which is fitting already from Erev Shabbos and we don't have that because we don't know which one of these is tar, and therefore according to Rav Meir and Rabbi this would not be a valid Erev Adag Mara says a fellow said that today this loaf of bread should be Chal and only tomorrow on Shabbos it should be hekdesh. then he said make my Erev with this loaf of bread what's the Halacha now what's the suffix? we don't know when the official status of this bread is going to change. Is it going to change only once Shabbos comes in and then that means his Erev would be valid? Or does it change during Ben Shmashas? and that's the point in time when his Erev is going to be Chal and then the Erev is not going to be valid? So Amr Leir of Nachem responded to Ravah, Rava, Erev Erev, it's a valid Erev. What about the other way around, Rava asked. Kadesh, Today it should be Hakdesh and tomorrow it should be Chal. Va'amr then he said, My Erev should be out of this loaf of bread, Amr said, It's not a valid Erev. So he asked him, what's the difference? when you measure out for me a core of salt, then I'm going to tell you. This is a very light, easygoing expression that we find across the Gemara. It's basically saying that when you pay me or you do something nice for me, then I'm going to tell you the answer. Obviously, he gave him the answer right away and he said, when he says, today, this bread is chayl and only tomorrow it's going to become Kaddish. So, since we don't know when it officially becomes hekdesh, so, Suffolk, we're not going to say that it becomes hektish during Banish Moshes and therefore it's a valid Erev. Whereas, when he says today it's going to be kaddish and tomorrow it's going to revert back to being chol, so also like We don't know when the kadusha is supposed to leave it. The same way we don't know when the kaddish is supposed to come onto it. Therefore we're not going to say that the kaddish left it before ben and it was a valid erev. We're going to say it still was kaddish during ben and therefore it's not a valid erev. And the gemara continues to not awesome. We have a mission over there. Lagin. This is a kli that holds a log. Therefore it's called login Tavul It's a Tavul meaning it was tameh. It was placed inside of a mikveh, Therefore it's Tahar. However, there's a unique halach in regards to Toma of kalim and people. There's something called a Tfol yayim, where, even though they were immersed in a mikvah, this is a person or a keli, they have to wait till the end of the day until they're 100% Tahar. And that means that if they touch Truma in the interim, before it's nightfall, then that is gonna be Tame. So we have this login which is a tevel. You filled it up from a barrel that was full of Meiser, which is Tevel. How do you have Meiser, which is also Tevel? It's Meiser Rishon, so it was given to the Levi. However, the Levi did not take off trumas Meiser from it. Therefore, it still has somewhat of a status of Tevel to it. But Amr, then this person said, a This is gonna be Trumas Meister, only once it becomes dark. of Kayamin, his words are established, it's gonna turn into Truma only once it becomes nightfall, and that's when this leaves its status of being a Yom, therefore everything is okay. However, Vimamar Iverly was if he said my Erev should be made out of this, Loyammerklum, he didn't say anything, it's not a valid Erev, because mushes this is still considered Tevil, and it hasn't transferred into being Truma's Meister yet. And Elmer Rav, Rav said, meres." This is what we said. So if I am kind it's the end of the day, which is when your erev is chal, which means at the beginning of Banish shmases, the end of Friday. And since at this point in time it still hadn't transferred over into being truma, that's why it's not considered a valid erev because it's tevel, and you can't make an erev out of tevel. And Rav continues explaining. On the top, the erev. If you're going to tell me that it's the beginning of the day, which is when the erev is chal, meaning the end of Banish shmases, which is considered the beginning of Shabbos. So we amar erev amile amr klum. If he said that he wants his erev to be made. Out of this food, so then why is it not valid? It should be considered true by that point in time, and it should be a valid erev. of Papa. of Papa said, You could even technically say that it's the beginning of the day, which is when the erev is chal, meaning at the beginning of Shabbos at the end of banna The reason why it's not valid in this case is suda ba'idiyam velecha. We need to have a suda which is fitting during the day, and we don't have that. Meaning the food has to be roy, and has to be ready to eat already before Shabbos, and since it's tell before Shabbos, it's not valid. Similar to the case we had previously when we had two loaves of true one was Tame and one wasn't, and we didn't know which one was Tame and which one wasn't, we said it's not valid because we don't have a Suda. Now this next mission in Gemara is going to be discussing the concept of Brera. Now in legal jargon, this means retroactive designation. In simple terms, that's a concept of doing something now that creates a halachic change or gives something a particular halachic status, even though it's only going to become clear at a later date what specifically was done. For example, and we're going to see this in the Gemara along with a number of other examples, let's say someone has a barrel of produce that needs Shuma taken off of it. If we're going to say, yes, Breira, then he can say, 2% of this produce is Truma. He can then eat all of the produce and leave over 2%. Breira tells us that now it's been retroactively Nisbarer clarified that this was the Truma the whole time. Now, not all Tanayim agree to Breira. Others agree to it. Just argue in which situations we apply it. And we're going to have this in our Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Masa Ademal a person can make a Tanayah stipulation with his air of he could say, In Bo Mizrach, if the Gaim are going to come from the east, Eruveh, I want my Eruveh to be in the western part of the city so that I can run in that direction. if they're gonna come from the west, then I want to be able to run to the east and that's where I want my Airf to be. And Baolakan if they're coming from both directions, I want to be able to run in any which direction. And we see Brera from here, because we don't know which direction they're gonna come from. They might only come from one, they might come from both directions. And nonetheless we're gonna say Brera that it's Nisbarer Lima Freya that he really wants his Airv to be in one place and not the other. And this person continues, Loibo, Lilakon Vloilakan, if they're not gonna come from either direction, Iri, I want to be like the people of my city, that I can walk 2,000 hamis in any direction and not be limited either to the west or to the east. And the same concept applies to a chacham that's coming to visit and he wants to be able to greet the chacham in order to be able to learn from him. So he says, if the chacham is coming from the east, I want my Erev to be in the east so I could go out to greet him. If he's coming from the west, I want my Erev to be in the west. Balakan If he's going to be coming from two directions, meaning there's two separate chachamim coming, each from opposite directions, I want to be able to go to either direction. If their chacham is not going to come at all, I want to be like the people of my city. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda argues, if one of these that's coming happens to be his rebbe, so then it's determined that he has to go to his rebbe, and that's where he's kind of his Erev If both of them are his rebbe, then he could go to whichever one he wants. Another gemara says, came, he taught the entire Mishnah the exact opposite. That when the ga'im were coming, he was running towards them, and when the chacham was coming, he was running away from him. So it's a both in the case of the ga'im and in the case of the Chacham. So the more answers, or Nacham It's not a question with the case of the ga'im. Habi paragav. Now, one's talking about tax collectors. Habibar Agav. One's talking about the mayor of the city. when the tax collectors are coming so he's going to run away from them because a lot of times they would exert a very brutal force in order to get their money out of the people so therefore the people want to run away. But the de Masa, the mayor, so you want to go and greet him so you could either thank him or voice complaints or try to curry favors so therefore you're going to want to go towards him. And Chacham Chacham there's no steer with the case of the chacham. Of Pirke, one who's coming to give a drasha and you want to go out to greet him because you want to be able to learn more from him. Haber Mikri Shema, one's talking about someone who's teaching you Shema, which is really the Cheder teacher. He's going to teach the kids how to learn Torah, so you're running away from him. Not that you're running away from him, but you basically said when you set your Erev up, you said, since I know that the Cheder teacher is coming from one direction and the chacham is coming from the other direction, so the way he had said it was that whichever direction the Cheder teacher is coming from, I want my Erev to be in the opposite direction because it must mean that the Chachem is coming from that other direction and I want to go greet the Chacham, therefore we don't have a stira in between our Mishnah and Rabbi Yitzchak's b'risa. And the Gemara continues to explain. Rebbe Huda'im R'mhayeh Echamem Rabbi If one of them was his Rebbe, so then it's that direction that he was kind of his eruv in because he's most definitely going to go greet his Rebbe and not the other Rav. For what do they do with that? Sometimes he wants to go greet his friend, meaning the other Chacham, and not necessarily his Rebbe. He wants to learn Torah from this other Torah scholar and not necessarily his Rebbe. And now the Gemara says, "Our mission is wrong in its quote of Rebbe Huda'im's opinion because of the brisa that Aye taught. So Aye's brayso is right and not the way." Our I'm To Taniyaya, he taught, Rebbe Hudaimur Rebbe Huda says, A person is not allowed to make a Taniyaya stipulation on two things at the same time. Ella, the only thing he's allowed to say is as follows, If the Chacham comes from the Mizrach, so then his Erev is going to be there. If the Chacham comes from the Meir, so then that's where his Erev is going to be. But if he says that if two Chacham come from two opposite directions, I can choose which direction to go to, he is not allowed to say that that's not valid. And the Gemara asks, Why is it that it's not valid? When we have two Chacham come coming from two separate directions. That, that's not going to be valid to Ein Brera, We're going to say Ein So, the LeMeyer is not me, Ein We should also say Ein Brera. When he's only coming from one direction, we just don't know which direction he's coming from. That's still an application of Braira, And why are we allowing it in that case and not in the other case? So the more answers, Aram Bechron says, You're right. Uqvarba Chacham, that case which we had said, that he's allowed to rely on his Erev, either in the west or in the east, depending on which direction the Chacham comes from. That's talking about where the Chacham was there already. And we're not applying Brera in that case. We're actually using the concept of Gilui Milsa, meaning the Chacham was there already from before Shabbos. And therefore there's no Brera that needs to happen. He just didn't know where the Chacham was. He wasn't in the know. So therefore he set out two errors, and he says, look, if the Chacham's in the west, so I want it to be there. If the a in the east, I want my Aerof to be over there. So he doesn't need to use the concept of Brera. He's using the concept of Gilui Milso. We're just revealing what already was before Shabbos, and that's why it's considered valid. But we see from here very clearly that Rabbi Huda does not hold a Breira, so it must be that our Mishnah is wrong. So the Gemara asks Adarab: the opposite should be true. must Perhaps Ayah should be wrong because of the way that we had quoted Rabbi Huda in our Mishnah. So why are we saying that our Mishnah is wrong because of Ayah It should be the other way around. The Gemara says Don't say that. Tasha Rabbi Huda We know from a different source that Rabbi Huda does not hold a the Breira. Then on we have a Mishnah which is really Someone who purchases wine from. Kusim. Now we know that we're not allowed to drink wine from Kusim, however, this was taught before that Xair was established. Now he bought this wine from the Kusim, but it still needs to have Trumas and taken off of it. Laman and Almond Alpha on the top. where he could say, shne Lugum Shani Asala the two Lugum that I'm going to end up separating, Harehen Truma, they're going to be Truma, and that's still inside the barrel. Asara Meister 10 Lugan are going to be Meister Rishon, Tisha 9 Lugan are going to be Meister Shani, Umechol, and then he could redeem this Meister Shani right away in money that he has, Vishai and he can drink right away Diviram that's opinion. Obviously, we see Brera over here that it's only going to be Nisbarer after he finishes the entire barrel, and he leaves over some wine, that that, Lema Freya was the Truman and that he had separated. So we see Reb Meir holds a Brera. Reb Yehuda, Reb Yes, Shem, and Ay-Srim, they do not allow this. So clearly, we have a brass from Reb Yehuda that ain Brera, so therefore it must be that Aya is correct that Reb Yehuda holds ain Brera, and our Mishnah is wrong. Now the Gemara brings a different answer. Ulamar, he says, no, Lassala I must nisen. It happens to be that Aya is wrong because of our Mishnah. I have Yehuda, al-Hadik- we had just quoted a Brisa saying that Rabbi Yehuda does not allow this, meaning he does not hold a Brera. So the more answers, Ula Zuzi Zuzi Ktani. Ula taught this in pairs. Divrav Meir veRabbi Yehuda. These are the words of Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. The Rabbi Yehuda actually does hold a brayra. Rabbi Yisro, Rabbi Shimon, Shimon. They asher. So we see that according to this understanding, Rabbi Yehuda actually does hold a Brera because he's on Rabbi Meir's side and not on Rabbi Yisro, Shimon's side. We're going to pick up with this discussion of Brera tomorrow. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.